All right, guys. Well, welcome to The Drive. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm actually not driving right now. Um, I am in my church office, and I was uh, studying, doing some other uh, teaching videos, and paying some church bills. So... (laughs) little bit of this little bit of that but i hope you guys are doing well it is actually august 5th today can anyone else is anyone else shocked that it's august i'm just shocked i can't believe it but praise the lord he is faithful he is good we are just um going through season 36 and i believe this is the fourth uh episode and it's kind of like what's on my heart or what verse and what situations are speaking to me how God is moving and I I hope again every time that we meet I hope that um, you're encouraged and I'm encouraged and there's mutual encouragement right because in the word of God there's such encouragement we just finished a uh, study on uh, Gideon five-week study on Gideon in our midweek study and uh, it's just a beautiful thing you can learn so much from exhortation right but you can also learn so much from example as we look back in the Old Testament, um, we see some amazing people of God just being moved and led by the Holy Spirit, doing powerful things for the Lord and giving Him glory, uh, preaching, uh, prophesying, all these different things, right? It's pretty awesome. And and here's one thing that I remember about going to uh, secular college, right, when I went there. One of the professors... Uh, I think it was a history professor, but he was just basically like, yeah, most churches are teaching New Testament. And right away, I was I disagreed. Like, no, that's not... Well, okay, maybe most churches do. But I disagreed because I believe, like Paul said, I believe in Acts 27, you can um, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, he's basically said, I, I don't shun to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Now, when Paul was talking about that, he was talking about the Old Testament. Like when Paul was talking about that, there was no New Testament. So when he was talking about the whole counsel of God, he literally was talking about the Old Testament. But now we have the 66 inspired books, and it's a beautiful thing. Some people think, well, yeah, no, don't get, don't go in the Old Testament. These are just stories, or you know, you know, just stick to the New Testament. I don't agree with that, right? The whole Bible makes a whole believer. The whole Bible is inspired, I believe, and you can get tons of truth and uh, practical example and exhortation from the Old Testament. And so as a, as a pastor, I am held accountable. And I'm also held to a standard that's pretty serious. If you think about James chapter 3, verse 1, teachers, talking about teachers of the Word, are going to have a stricter judgment. So I'm going to, you bet, I'm going to declare the whole counsel of God. I'm going to teach the whole thing in Calvary Chapel Mobile for sure. And and it's been a blessing so far. All the books I, I've been able to teach, we, we've been able to go through together. Um, Paul's pastoral letters, Paul's um, prison epistles, um, uh, the book of Acts, the gospel of Mark. Uh, we've been just going through and on, on midweek study we've, we've gone through genesis exodus leviticus and we're going to start numbers next wednesday and so it's just a it's just a blessing to go through the whole word and one verse that really stuck out and struck me and it's going to be in the notes in this podcast is romans chapter 15 verse 4 which says for whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope 
what things were written before the Old Testament. Specifically, it's actually talking about Jesus in relation to Psalm, I think it's Psalm 96. But generally speaking, these things were written before. For what? Why? For our learning. So you're saying we can learn from the Old Testament. We can learn from those 39 books that were inspired and God-breathed. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I think it's so important to dig into the Old Testament because what you see is you see types, you see shadows of Christ, you see uh, even in Leviticus, you see all the, the feasts, right, that really point to Jesus. You see the symbolism. I mean, it is rich. It is rich. I believe 100%, 100%. It is treasure. The Old Testament is beautiful. So as we look back at the, the Word of God at the Old Testament, even as we're going through the Pentateuch or the Torah or the first five books of the Bible written by Moses, you know, a Pentateuch just means five. But as we look at it, it's like for our learning. We can learn a lot looking at the Old Testament, studying the Old Testament, asking why from exhortation, which means a call to action, right? As um, we're exhorted to, to do this or, or the children of Israel were exhorted to do this and not to do that. Absolutely, we can learn a ton from that. We can learn from the Old Testament. We can learn from the people that have walked with God in times past. And if you look at it, it's the body of Christ. We're all in this together. How many times have you learned from someone what to do, maybe what not to do? That's one of the clearest ways to learn as you look at someone's life, right, and be inspired by it. Or you look at someone's life and go, Lord, help me to... Um, learn from their mistakes. We can absolutely learn from our mistakes, and we should, because we're going to make mistakes. It's going to be a lifelong process of refinement, of growing towards God. But we can learn from the Old Testament in, in great and amazing ways. And, and it also says that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. And I do talk about this a lot. The hope that is sure. Hope in the Bible, biblically, is not about this might happen, or we are hoping that these things come to pass, but they might not. That's not the hope we're talking about, okay? We are talking about a hope that is sure, a hope that is true, a hope that is right, a hope that is from the Lord. Hope in the Bible is a sure thing because it's from the Lord. And we know that he is a promise keeper, not a promise breaker. And, and it's kind of like that. It's kind of like growing up, you know, there have been people who probably have promised you things and you looked forward to them and you're like, oh yes, this is going to happen. And then it didn't. And you were let down. And it got you down. Got you sad, depressed. It, it, Pretty soon, if someone keeps breaking their promises, what are you going to do? Well, you're not going to trust them anymore. You're not going to really trust what they say. God is a promise keeper. He will keep his promises. He always has, and he always will. All the promises he's already given that have come to pass, they've all come to pass. There wasn't even like a handful. There wasn't even one that it was like, oh, God promises, and it didn't happen. No, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. He keeps his promises, right? And we can believe that. We can trust that. We can be sure of that. And so when we look at hope, we look at the Old Testament, we look at the 39 books of the, of the Old Testament, right? The 27 in the New, 39 in the Old. We're going to learn. 
<laughs> I mean, you've guys, you guys have already you know. I feel like I'm preaching to the choir most of the most of the time. A lot of you know, I know there's a lot of listeners and everything, which is a blessing. I can see that. I don't see who's listening, but I see that there's a lot of listeners. But I know that a lot of you, most of you, probably already understand this. Like you learn from the Word of God, whether it's uh, the book of Genesis or the book of Revelation, whether it's the Psalms or whether it's Thessalonians, you learn from God's word, the whole thing. And through patience and comfort, we're going to have hope. And why does it say patience? Because a lot of the time, you guys, as we're following the Lord, there's a there's an interim period. There's times in the hallway where you're not in the next room yet. There's times where you're in between seasons and you're just kind of waiting for God to move and to give you marching orders for the next step, for the next season, and that's okay. That happens. And so we need patience. We need supernatural patience and also comfort. And as we look at the uh, Old Testament, as we look at those 39 books, we do get comfort. We're comforted by how God moved, how he worked, how he set things up, how he organized. He's a God of order, decency and order. Paul writes to the Corinthians because in the Corinthian church, man, oh, it was disorder all the way. I mean, it was bad. It was carnal. It was horrible. If you look historically at Corinth, the city, there were all kinds of sexual immorality, brothel, basically, essentially brothels, these bathhouses, and it was just bad. It was difficult for believers there. And so, um, so we're comforted by the hope that is sure. We need patience as we're waiting on the Lord. And we need exhortation and example. And it's all found in the Word of God. All 66 books, but this specifically is talking about the Old Testament, even more specific is talking about the Psalms. And so God can use and does use His Word to instruct us. Again, no matter which book you're going through, no matter what verse you're studying. It's a beautiful thing. And to me, I just think it's incredibly encouraging. And I hope you do too. If you're discouraged, if you're down, if you're depressed, if you're going through it, open the word. Let the word get into your heart. Open your, open the word of God, open your heart and let God speak to your mind and your heart and really transform you, give you that hope that maybe is missing for that day or that week even. Talk about uplift. Talk about a heightened countenance. God encourages. He exhorts. He convicts, but also comforts. He does all of that as we open his word and open our hearts to take in his word. So yes, the Old Testament is important. The New Testament is important. It is all important and it fits perfectly together. That is the word of God. Don't shun to declare. Don't shun to study the whole word of God. Then you'll be a whole believer. Then you'll be complete, if you will. You'll learn, and we're always students, right? We're disciples. That's what it means, learner. Disciple means learner. We're always learning. We're always growing. Praise God. Open God's Word. Open your heart, and watch Him work. Well, God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing day, and we'll talk to you next time.